Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Sam Fortier's been doing a great job, as always, covering the team and covering this story this week of the Wizards and the Capitals potentially moving to Potomac Yard in Northern Virginia. He joins us right now courtesy of our BetQL guest hotline you can follow sam on twitter at sam for the number four t r so i just want to start with just this what are the chances that this falls through and doesn't happen it's very real uh i think that ted leonsis and governor glenn youngkin appearing together is, is a strong signal but i also have had one source texting me uh throughout the week that uh, pictures of Robert Kraft announcing the Patriots were going to move to Hartford, Connecticut at one point. So, I mean, these deals, even when you feel like everything's in place, even when you make the announcement, they, there is no signed agreement. This agreement is non-binding. So if the Alexandria City Council or the Virginia General Assembly does not approve it, or if Ted Leonsis changes his mind or is, you know, swayed by the district's offer, like this, this could not happen. I mean, 
give me your give me your percent chance. I know it's you know there, there's nothing. You're not being held to this. You're not wagering on this. But I, I think people are wondering. I, I thought yesterday felt very definite, and I was around for the Doug Wilder, Jack Kent Cook, you know, Potomac Yard announcement as well. But you know, politicians on both sides of the aisle. The the giddiness at that press conference yesterday was off the charts. Um, it just seemed incredibly definite to me, but it certainly seems like you and and others believe that you know it it, it could potentially fall through. So percent chance that it doesn't happen. That's a tough one, uh, and even though I had a lot of time to think about it, I'm not ready to to give you an answer. Oh, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, look, look. I mean, yes, I, giddy is the right word to describe how how people were feeling yesterday. I totally agree with you. Uh, Leontis and Youngkin, um, especially, I think that uh, Mark Warner, actually, the senator, I thought had some of the clearest, most sobering comments, which was he said he'd been at that you know site before having a very similar announcement for a different team, and it didn't go through. So, I mean, the, but with, with, I think that this, I think that Ted is interested in his IPO. I think that he's interested in yeah. taking monumental sports public. And when you could anchor it at a $2 billion lavish new development um, with, with kind of the ancillary development that could go in around there, I think that's really attractive, especially at a time when sports franchise valuations are changing, you know, for, for so long, it's been tied to the media rights deals. Um, and, and now with cord cutting, that's being threatened. And so you have to look for new economic drivers. And I think venue is a big part of that. So, that is, a, that is a long filibuster to say that I think that the odds of this not happening, I'm, this is a total ballpark, man, I, but you said I'm not held to it. So I would say like 25%, something like fairly substantial, but, but not overwhelming or likely, I think. Well, that's still much higher than I kind of walked away from watching that press conference feeling yesterday. Um, that's more than, you know, just total long shot hope. By the way, I, I talked a lot about, because I had people reach out to me to say, look, this this IPO, um, the valuation of Monumental with this deal is exponentially higher than it is if he stays in D.C., and this is a big part of that. I, I want everybody to understand, you're not, if, if, if they go public, you're not able to buy shares actually in the Wizards or the Caps. They don't become publicly traded teams. It's Monumental, the, the sports entity that would go public. But do you have any idea how much money has anybody talked about how much money he'd be looking to raise in a public offering and what the use of proceeds would be? Would it be to go back into his two teams? Some of it. I have, I have no idea. I think like that is a couple steps down the road than, than where I'm at just having been locked in on is the, is the move to Virginia real or not? And, and, you know, kind of the bureaucratic processes that you'd have to do to get there. Um, in terms of like amount of money, obviously I think, you know, when you look at other teams that have done it, particularly in New York, like that's a very attractive model, you know? And I think that the thing here is for, for Ted Leontis, yeah, I think that people sort of mock the idea that, Oh, you know, your, your anchor tenant at cap one in a reimagined cap one with 10,000 to 20,000 seats is the mystics. And there's going to be a, a drop in foot traffic. I think that's true. But at the same time, you are now going from one, live event venue to two live event venues in the area um, for concerts, for comedy, for things like that. So, so I think it makes economic sense. Um, like this deal would just make economic sense for Ted Leonsis. All right. Um, did DC basically sleep on this and think Ted was bluffing? 
critics would say yes. I mean, my colleagues, Michael Bryce Sadler and Megan Flynn reported that, you know, that there are some people in city government who are saying Mayor Bowser was too focused on the commanders. She didn't take seriously the threat that Monumental would leave the city. And now it, it looks like Monumental will leave the city. And, and that obviously um, would be a blow to an area of downtown that is struggling and um, that, that Mayor Bowser has talked about revitalizing and, and converting office space and, and obviously all the federal government employees. Uh, that, that's, that area, I think, is, is, is in a challenging position and, and would get more so if they left. No, no doubt with them leaving, it would become uh, more challenging. So what were the big mistakes? Were, was it more about not addressing the needs, the financial needs? Was it uh, not addressing the, you know, the, the discussion about crime in the area? Was it being too uh, cozy with Josh Harris and Mitch Rails, et cetera? Well, you know, rank the reasons that they blew it. I think there were still figuring out how to rank them and how big each proportion was. I think you just hit on most of the broad strokes. Obviously, Ted Leonsis, if you go back and look, like in our newspaper in 2016, Ted Leonsis was talking about how much he loved downtown, how it was you know, a great um, a space for him to be in, and he loved where the city was going. Obviously, during the pandemic, he started to get a little bit more upset. Uh, Ted Leonsis was notably frustrated with the buskers outside his office who were playing loud music. Um, I think that you know, just the, the city's... Um, Business is the right. I guess I'm saying it on the radio, so so it has to be. But uh, I would say that the city didn't take seriously. I think the economic um, effort that that Ted Leonsis was looking for, and and maybe some of the logistical challenges. One of the big things that, that we reported was uh, pre-pandemic. I think there were um, 21 to 27, something like that, police officers that were uh, stationed outside Cap One, and and that fell during the pandemic and afterwards to to three. And Monumental was making up the difference. Um, by paying off-duty officers, and I know that you know that's a little thing, but I think that when you talk about what is the relationship between Ted Leonsis and Mayor, Mayor Muriel Bowser, those are, are some of the things that add up, and I think that their relationship has has unquestionably worsened over the last three years, and I think that's a, a part of this. I mean, it it makes economic sense. There's a lot of other macro factors that we're talking about, but I do think people to people at the end of the day um, was it was a, a large factor here. Sam, 21 to 27 police officers on duty on, on event nights and post-pandemic, that went to three that the city provided. And so Ted ended up paying, uh, did he make up the difference by paying another 18 on his own on event night to get to 21? Uh, according to a monumental official, we spoke about the summer in terms of uh, the relationship between Bowser and and, and that was a main point that a monumental official made to me. Um, I don't know exactly. I, I don't think it was a, a strict, hey, we're paying 18 to, to 20 every night or whatever. Um, but I do know that the, the difference was made up uh, by paying off-duty officers. And why is that? I mean, I, I'm getting off track here a little bit, but why is that? Is that just because of the decrease of police officers overall in the city? And they, they just yeah. didn't have the allocation of, or they didn't have them available? Yeah, I mean, police departments nationwide have been struggling with staffing, and I think that this is this was just a a small, you know, downstream effect uh, from that you know national trend that's happening. Okay, you mentioned Cap One. If they do make this move, I mean, what 
what concerts are they going to get? They, they, the, the, the best concerts, the, the best games, the two large tenants that people know about. No offense to Ted's arena teams or go-go team. I, I don't know one person that's gone to a go-go game. Um, the Mystics would obviously be the big tenant there. Th- that can't be – that. that's not sustainable without those two teams there, is it? It depends, you know, how much money is he having to put in. I, I think – I mean – it's definitely not going to be the engine that it is now, but I would say that like there still is money to be made there. Two venues is better than one. Like it, it makes too much economic sense to me. I, I don't think it's ever going to get to the RFK stadium dilapidated. You know, we're, we're just you know kind of putting teams in there who who will go or who don't have a better place to go. Um, but I think that and, and I think that monumental in its press release is probably overstating the amount of things that they can put there, you know, like putting family friendly events like, like Disney on ice or whatever that they're, they're talking about. Like that's probably overstated, but I, I don't think it's nothing at the same time. All right. What is, we're talking to Sam 48 from the Washington post. Um, assuming that, you know, the, the 75% of them, uh, of them actually, uh, you know, completing this deal and moving to Potomac yard, how much does this help Josh Harris and how much pressure does it put on the city to make sure the football team ends up at the RFK site? It helps Josh Harris a bit. I don't know how significantly um, because I still think that it's going to be an uphill battle, but I think it it helps in a couple ways. One, Virginia is now committed and and my colleague Laura Vazela reported that Virginia is going to issue 1.4 1.4 billion in bonds to make this happen, and, and there's paybacks and, and sort of you know different economic structures that will probably be on that. But I mean that's that's a huge chunk of change. It's a lot of political capital you're going to have to spend to get this thing over the finish line. And so I would be surprised if Virginia were as competitive, especially without right. a site selected, to, to come in. So then if you go from three legitimate competitors to two. Um, and, and Maryland Governor Wes Moore, who I wrote a story about earlier this month, you know, he's, he's very much out there. You know, Maryland landed the FBI headquarters. I know that's disputed as well. But, like, um, just going from three competitors to two is, is going to help you. But I will say that um, Mayor Bowser has sort of um, put herself she – has, she has set a floor for the contribution that D.C. would have to be willing to make publicly to the commanders um, – by saying, hey, we are willing to give Monumental $500 million. I think that's now exactly. the starting point for negotiations. So, yeah, and that's, not, say, th- that, that's outside of what they would have to do from an infrastructure standpoint. Right, because Bowser has talked the entire time about framing the, a potential RFK deal as similar to an Audi Field deal, which was the city does the horizontal work, they prepare the land, they do the infrastructure, and the team would pay for the stadium. Now, all of a sudden, you're also saying, hey, we're going to throw $500 million of public funding in there, and that's definitely a bigger deal than what we were talking about previously. Yeah, I, I think you nailed it. I mean, I, th- I think it actually, you say at least a bit, I would say it increases Harris's leverage significantly. Uh, you take Virginia potentially out of the mix um, for him, uh, but really, it's the five hundred million that was that was promised to Ted that is no longer that is still sitting there, which apparently was pretty easy to come up with at the eleventh hour. I don't know. Um, but I, I, but I think I want I think the thing that people miss about Virginia is you know like they you know there are there's not a site selected there's not a public funding apparatus a stadium authority which Virginia is creating for the monumental deal. But at the same time, you know if if they were to get a, a valuable tract of land, especially you know the land out there is very valuable. 
development rights, the mini city that Dan Snyder talked about, you know, at the very end, and, and I want to say 2021, maybe. I mean, I, I think that Virginia is still in play. I don't want to say it's out totally, at least from my perspective. Where does Georgetown play starting in 2028? They would still be in cap one. I believe they weren't. If I Yesterday was kind of a blur for me. Uh, but if I remember correctly, if I remember correctly, I, I believe they would still be in cap one. Okay. Um, talking to uh, Sam Fortier. Um, back to uh, Ted for a moment. Uh, moving the two teams to Potomac Yard, will this impact his ability to buy the Nats at all if the Nats are actually available? I would say I would say no. Uh, my colleagues Barry and Chelsea would probably have a better read on that situation. But I think you know, wanting to have a, a strong IPO and, and having things to offer on your new regional sports network, uh, a baseball team, particularly if the Madison issue gets resolved. And I know the Orioles. There's been discussions about different people buying them. Um, so I, I would say, like, if that could get resolved, I think that that would help. Um, in, in the ultimate goal of, of hey, let's have this IPO uh, debut as high as possible. So we've both dealt with sort of reaction to this in, in our uh, you know own unique ways. Um, me on radio, you uh, via your uh, way of communicating with your readers. What what have you gauged overall uh, in terms of the reaction? If we are judging just by my email inbox and Twitter mentions and some of the reaction I've seen on other people's Twitter feeds, I think the reaction is pretty bad. I think people are pretty upset. And it is notable to me that yesterday after the press conference when I approached Ted Leonsis and said, you know, do you have a second for a few questions, he walked right by me. So I think that he understands. And, you know, he wrote his letter to fans, and, and I get that. Um, and I didn't take it personally at all, obviously, like when, when Ted, you know, walked by. But I think he understands that publicly um, this is going to be a little bit of a challenge from a, from a public relations standpoint. Yeah, I think he should have addressed that uh, a little bit yesterday. I, I think that would have been more advisable. Do you agree or disagree? Uh, I agree, but at the same time, I, I don't know if – like if I'm his PR person, not to do their jobs, but like what, what, is the, uh, what is the benefit to addressing that beyond the statement that you made saying that our market goes from Richmond to north of Baltimore and we feel we're committed to the whole DMV and kind of – you know, it's not saying the quiet part, which is we're not necessarily committed to D.C. proper. We're committed to the whole DMV. I don't know how fielding questions from us other than maybe transparency, accountability. I, I did find it odd that Ted said in his remarks, hey, hold me accountable, and then did not take questions. I, I thought that, you know, was um, interesting. But, I mean – I don't know if he wins by, by talking to the media yesterday, I, even though I obviously would, would have loved for that to happen because I had a bunch of questions for him. Yeah, no, that that was certainly something that stood out to a lot of us as well. Um, thanks for doing this. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you soon. Of course. Thanks, Kevin. Sam Fortier, everybody from the Washington Post. The uh, phone was a little bit sketchy there for a little bit, but I think we got uh, all of it in there. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I I think that there's a way to yesterday um, not be so excited uh, or to be excited and at the same time acknowledge that this is not and was not a good day for the city if ultimately this thing actually goes through. Uh, you know, as a steward of two franchises with Washington uh, as its first name, um, perhaps he could have 
said something more other than hold me accountable and then not take questions. All right, uh, up next, uh, Paul Charchian will jump on with us. We'll do some fantasy football. We're getting to playoff time for a lot of you. Uh, so he will have all of the advice and more uh, when he joins us next. Kevin Sheehan Show, the Team 980, the Team980.com. We are also free and live on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.